why people hate diversity. I remember when NAR, the National Association of Realtors, invited me to participate on a panel session on diversity at their national convention back in 2002. I'd never been to an NAR convention in the past, but I'd heard that they were huge with something like 20,000 attendees. I got prepared for the event and I was excited about the opportunity. I didn't expect that my session would be a marquee event, but um, I also didn't expect what actually occurred, which is out of 20,000 attendees, a mere 13 people would show up to my session and half of them left before my session was over. It was embarrassing. And I vowed to myself not to participate in diversity events in the future. But 10 years later, a sponsor of NAREP asked me to participate in a session at their global conference about, yeah, you guessed it, diversity. And it's hard to say no to a sponsor. But 10 years had passed and the subject of diversity in the industry was more common. So I agreed. And this time it was different. There were 22 people in the room. Today, the subject of diversity is everywhere, pretty much. Almost every major company claims that diversity is a core value and has a chief diversity officer who reports directly to the CEO. However, let's be honest, other than the people who are in the business of diversity, not many people are that interested in the subject. And why is that? If diversity truly is a strength of a corporation, as many express that it is, why doesn't everybody inside of an organization strive for it? Well, I think there's a handful of reasons. First, I think a lot of people don't actually believe that diversity is a strength. In fact, many, I think, believe that it's actually a weakness, although they would never say it out loud. Some people believe that it forces companies to hire and promote less qualified people for the sake of optics. Secondly, nobody likes things that are forced on them. And despite what they say, most people view diversity as more of a compliance issue, like affirmative action and fair lending. Compliance only adds costs and constrains growth. It's a pain in the ass. And finally, people view diversity as a matter of political correctness. And people, regardless of where they stand politically, are pretty much fatigued with political correctness. They're just tired of it. Now, I think the data shows that diversity is a strength when it's executed correctly. At NAREP, you won't hear the word diversity anywhere in our marketing or at our programs. Instead, you'll find words like growth and profit and market share and wealth. You've probably heard me say that Latinos are the drivers of economic growth in America. They account for the majority of our workforce gains, small business growth, and new homeowners. And that's all true. And yes, there are companies that are making billions of dollars by marketing to Hispanic consumers. Now, I'm never going to disparage any company or organization for deploying a diversity strategy, but diversity for the sake of diversity is really a waste of time. And it actually can turn your employees off. Diversity strategies only work when they are accompanied by education. People need to better understand the why. And the why should be less about fairness and discrimination and more about growth and profit. Personally, I think we need fewer diversity initiatives and more case studies. And we need to update our nomenclature. 
For example, our tagline at Latitude is the gateway to the new mainstream economy. I think that just sounds better. You know, when my son was younger, he asked me if he needs to be super tall to make it to the NBA. And I said, no, but it helps. And that's the best case for diversity that I can make. You don't need to be Hispanic to attract more Hispanic customers. And you don't need to be black to attract more black customers. But it helps. I think that, you know, obviously some people who see the title and the subject matter are going to be surprised and maybe a little bit uh, put off by this week's blog. I certainly don't begrudge anybody who is doing hard work in trying to diversify our major corporations throughout America, especially at the highest levels, the C-suites and the the boardrooms. Um, They really are doing God's work. But I do think that the nomenclature we've used, the way we frame the subject has missed the mark for the most part. Because most people think of diversity in a negative way. They think of it, whether they say it or not, you know, as something they roll their eyes at. And it's like, all right, I got to do this thing. And I think that we've taken the approach that companies, you know, should be ashamed of themselves for not being more diverse. And maybe they should. But I don't think that approach is going to necessarily get the outcome that we want. The numbers are on our side for the very first time. All the growth that's going to happen in our economy is going to come from diverse markets, especially the Latino market. So we've got to take a different tap. Um, There's a lot at stake. And I like the idea of using case studies. There's great companies doing great things. Companies like Diageo and Target and others that are reaping billions because they've gotten this right. And they're continuing to even get it more right. And of course, we want to see more corporations do that for the betterment of the country, for the betterment of our society. But I think we're getting the point to where if you don't do it, you're just going to lose out. Um, So I think the approach we take has got to change. We got to be a little bit more confident. We have to have, you know, the, the sense that, you know, things are trending in our direction. We have more power than I think we give ourselves credit for. And I think the way we go about framing diversity um, needs to change because of that. So anyways, think about it. And maybe, um, maybe there's ways that you can do the same within your own company. Thanks.